the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Well, I've got a new hero. Uh, he lives in Massachusetts, Middleborough, Massachusetts, to be specific. And he's all of 12 years old. Yeah, he's one of my latest heroes. His name is Liam Morrison. He's 12 years old. He's a seventh grader at Nichols Middle School in Middleborough, Massachusetts. Well, recently he was called to the principal's office, and he was told, the T-shirt that you're wearing is offensive. It's causing disruption in the classroom. It's causing disruption to learning. You are, quote, targeting a protected class. You must either remove the T-shirt or go home. Okay, what was the T-shirt? What did it say? It had these words and these words only. There are only two genders. That's it. Nothing else. There are only two genders. Quote, Liam Morrison, a 12th grader at Nicholas Middle School in Middleborough, Massachusetts, was taken out of gym class, taken to the principal's office, met with school staff who told him, quote, people were complaining about the statement on his shirt and that it made them feel unsafe. Well, rather than taking the shirt off, he called his dad. His dad came to the school and said, um, you really want a lawsuit? This is a freedom of speech thing. And for the rest of the day, he was allowed to wear the T-shirt, but he was told, don't come back to school with it. Well, fast forward a couple of weeks, and young Liam Morrison decides he is going to speak to the Middleborough School committee meeting. That would be the school board. They call it the school committee. And so on April 13th, this 12-year-old boy marches up to the uniform, to the uniform, the microphone, and he says this, at least in part. Let me give you some quotes from his speech. This is a 12-year-old kid speaking to adults on the Middleborough School Committee. Quote, Thankfully, my dad, supportive of my decisions, came to pick me up. What did my shirt say? Five simple words. There are only two genders. It was nothing harmful. 
Nothing's threatening, just a statement I believe to be a fact. I was told that my shirt was targeting a protective, a protected class and was a disruption to learning. Who is this protected class? Are their feelings more important than my rights? I don't complain when I see pride flags and diversity posters hung throughout the school. Do you know why? Because others have a right to their beliefs just as I do. I was told the shirt was a disruption to learning. No one got up and stormed out of class. No one burst into tears. I'm sure I would have noticed if they had. I experience disruptions to my learning every day. Kids acting out in class are a disruption, yet nothing is done. Why do the rules apply to one and yet not another? Not one person told me directly that they were bothered by the words on the shirt, and other students told me that they supported my actions. He wasn't finished. He said, I have learned a lot from this experience. I learned that a lot of other students share my view. I learned that adults don't always do the right thing or make the right decision. I know that I have a right to wear a shirt with those five words. Even at 12 years old, I have my own political opinions, and I have a right to express those opinions even at school. This right is called the First Amendment to the Constitution. My hope in being here tonight is to bring the school committee's attention to this issue. I hope that you will speak up for the rest of us so that we can express ourselves without being pulled out of class. Next time, it may not only be me. There might be more soon that decide to speak out. That's a 12-year-old kid speaking to the school board in Middleborough Public School. I'm looking to picture one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine school board members so far. Now, he spoke on April 13th. This is May 1st. The school board has not responded. The school board has not made a public statement. Several news organizations have requested a response. To this point, today, they have not responded to anyone. Liam Morrison, 12-year-old 7th grader at Nicholas Middle School in Middleborough, Massachusetts, standing up for his constitutional rights. May his tribe increase. And then quickly before the break, Anheuser-Busch. I don't speak often about Anheuser-Busch being the uh, teetotaler that I am, but they are in big trouble and they are digging a deeper and deeper hole. You know the story. Anheuser-Busch, with their Bud Light, wanted to show the transgender community 
we're on your side, we support you. So they issued a few special cans with transgender activist Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney is a man pretending to be a woman, has a podcast, and is considered an influencer. One of my pet peeves, don't get me started on this whole influencer thing. Sitting in the basement of your... Anyway, uh, so they did that. People were outraged. Conservatives were flipping out. Bar owners, uh, athletes, country music stars said, we're going to boycott Bud Light. And their sales have spiraled downward. Their stock for the entire company has spiraled downward. So they, in order to try to address the thing, they immediately did a commercial, very patriotic, very patriotic. It didn't work. It didn't work. And here's the funny thing. When you're dealing with the LGBTQ mafia, it's never, ever enough. No matter what you do, it's never enough. Anheuser-Busch sticks out their neck to promote this weird Dylan Mulvaney transgender influencer. They get huge pushback. And you would think that the transgender community would be supporting them, praising. No, no. Because it's never enough. I'm quoting from the um, Human Rights Campaign, HRC, one of the largest, most radical LGBTQ activist groups. They released this statement, quote, At this moment, it is absolutely critical for Anheuser-Busch to stand in solidarity with Dylan and the trans community. However... When faced with anti-LGBTQ plus and transphobic criticism, Anheuser-Busch's actions demonstrate a profound lack of fortitude in upholding its values of diversity, equity, and inclusion to employees, customers, shareholders, and the LGBTQ plus community. In other words, it wasn't enough. So Anheuser-Busch is being criticized by conservatives... They're also being condemned by the people they were trying to reach with this whole Dylan Mulvaney special editions of Bud Light. One of the HRC representatives, Jay Brown, said, Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch are a bunch of cowards. Yeah, it's never enough. Never, ever Enough. Uh, Will Anheuser-Busch learn their lesson? Nah. Nah. I would hope other companies would. Go woke, go broke. And no matter how much you cater to the radicals, it will never be enough. Never. Never. Ask Anheuser-Busch.
Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Again, welcome to uh, Bob Bernie Live. Oh my goodness, I've got so many stories wanted to get in. We're running out of time. Um, let me let me share this one. I uh, <clears throat> maybe I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't, but I really enjoyed this story. I, I don't know, maybe I don't know, maybe. Well, like I said, maybe maybe I shouldn't enjoy it. But uh, it is the story of Ryan Webb, a uh, Delaware County councilman over by Muncie, Indiana, not Ohio, Delaware County, Indiana by Muncie. He, uh, he is a councilman, county councilman, and uh, he posted this notice on his social media site. I'm Assuming Facebook. Yes, in fact, it is Facebook. Here is here, here is what he posted. Now, he is a white male, okay? But here's what he posted. It is with great relief that I announce to everyone that I identify now as an Indian woman. That's not just any woman, but a woman of color. I guess this would make me gay lesbian as well, since I am attracted to women. By the way, he's married and he's the father of six people, six children, pardon me. Uh, So he says, I guess this would make me gay lesbian as well, since I'm attracted to women. Woo. That felt good to finally get that out there and start living life as my true self. I'm excited to bring some diversity to the county council until today. We didn't have any females of color or LGBTQIAPC++ on the council. I'm glad that now we do. To avoid confusion, everyone can continue to address me as Ryan or Councilman Webb. I will also retain my preferred pronouns he, him. However, this will in no way diminish my true identity as a woman of color. I'm excited to be a vocal partner of the LGBTQIAPC++ movement. Um, he said this stunning transition was not only exciting, but historic. I'm more than likely the first, the first lesbian woman of color in the history of Delaware County. To ever serve on the Delaware County Council, I am honored to be the one to shatter the glass ceiling. Well, obviously, this was all done with tongue-in-cheek. However, that's all you're supposed to have to do. You don't have to go to a doctor. You don't have to go to a psychiatrist. All you have to do is declare, I feel like a woman. I believe I'm supposed to be a woman. And so we are told constantly, we must respect the declarations of other people, whether we understand it, whether we believe it, 
we must believe people when they identify as the opposite gender or whatever. So what he's doing is trying to show the absolute absurdity of simply saying with your mouth, I'm a woman. I know I look like a man. I'm biologically, anatomically a man, but I am now declaring myself to be a woman, so I'm going to go into the woman's locker room, showers, etc. He is trying to demonstrate the absolute absurdity. Well, guess what? The liberal Democrats on the council are not happy. Oh my goodness. Not only are they happy they are unhappy, they are demanding that he resign. One of them said, quote, was this really necessary? It's unbecoming of an elected official or a decent human being for that matter. And several are demanding that he resign for disrespecting the trans community. And it gets worse. Quote, In the days following his life-changing announcement, he and his family repeatedly were targeted with death threats. And he's still getting the death threats. Good for him. And I pray for his protection. All right, folks, thanks so much for joining me. Have a great evening, but please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.